bipartisanship that works, that's productive? Come on, Keating, you've got to be kidding. Have you totally lost it? No, honest. I haven't. Check it out. Hey friends, welcome to the Press Club C Podcast. I'm Ray Keating. In this 73rd episode, we're going to talk about an example of constructive, even productive bipartisanship. I swear it occurred. It happened. Where? Well, it didn't happen in Washington, D.C., but it happened in North Carolina. But before we get into this, let's quickly answer that key question once more. What the heck is the Press Club C anyway? Each letter stands for stuff we talk about. P is for politics. R is for religion, mainly Christianity. E is for economics. S is for sports. That second S is for stories, books and writing, my own books, other people's books, fiction, nonfiction, reviews, so on. C is for culture, pop culture and otherwise. L is for life, the big catch-all. U is for understanding, lessons in history, economics, and so on. B is for business and entrepreneurship. And that final C in Press Club C is for conservative. Why? Because I am one. And as I've said many times before, you have to be very clear as to what kind of conservative you are these days. So I am a Reagan, Kemp, Buckley, Coolidge, Lincoln, Madisonian kind of conservative. Also, I hope folks that you'll consider purchasing uh, any or all, preferably all, of my Pastor Stephen Grant thrillers and mysteries. For those of you who don't know, well, what the heck have you been doing? But I'll let you know anyway. Stephen Grant is a pastor at St. Mary's Lutheran Church on Long Island. Guess what? He used to be a Navy SEAL and a CIA operative. So I've written 15 books so far in this series. More are coming. Uh, the first one was Warrior Monk, and the latest one is uh, was titled What's Lost? And as you read those books, readers come to realize that uh, Grant didn't fully leave that old life behind. Um, with a wide-ranging group of recurring characters uh, from his days with the CIA to his parish work, uh, readers hopefully get, are engrossed by, entertained by the action, the suspense, the humor, uh, the relationships and characters, the faith, uh, love, adventure, mystery, and hopefully there are some opportunities for reflection and discussion along the way. So please consider the the paperbacks are the Kindle editions over at Amazon.com. Signed books are at RayKeatingOnline.com. You go over there and order those books, and I'll sign them and send them right out to you. So I appreciate you considering my Pastor Stephen Grant thrillers and mysteries. Now, let's get to this bizarre case of political sanity in a time uh, when it's normally it's normal to be insane. <laughs> the political front. So last month, November 18th, 2021, uh, Governor Roy Cooper, a Democrat of North Carolina, say, signed, easy for me to say, I talk and write for a living. He signed a state budget into law. Now, what's the big deal? Well, that budget included a bold tax relief package that when it's fully implemented, will make North Carolina one of the most attractive states in the late, in the nation to, to live, to work, uh, to start up, build, and operate a business. Now, North Carolina, prior to this in recent years, made tremendous advancements in, uh, in making their tax code far more amenable, friendly to, uh, to people that are entrepreneurs, uh, to businesses, uh, to workers. 
what's interesting here is again, you know, this, this good stuff happened here and it was a bipartisan affair, right? So the state legislative Republicans led the charge for tax cuts here. Assorted Democrats joined in and governor Cooper, again, a Democrat negotiated a final deal with the Republicans and signed a budget. So what does this budget do on the tax front? Well, there were two big changes that were passed and will be phased in. So first, North Carolina's um, 2.5% corporate income tax will be phased out completely over the period 2025 to 2031. So that's right. So North Carolina is eliminating its corporate income tax and wisely so. That's good stuff. Um, if that you know that is if you want businesses to come to your state, you want them to invest and create jobs, um, you know, and invest and enhance productivity so people earn more. This is actually how the economy works as opposed to the you know the goofy stuff that we hear about. Um, so there's no reason to oppose eliminating the corporate income tax. Uh, that's good stuff. Second, the state's personal income tax uh, will be reduced in steps. So it'll go from 5.25% where it is now, which is kind of the, the state average for, for states that have income taxes, right? There, there are states that don't. Um, nine states, for example, have no general personal income tax. Um, and that rate will be phased down to 3.99% as of mid-2027. So, excuse me. So that, again, takes the state rate from roughly the national average to one of the lowest rates among those states that have a personal income tax. Uh, this also means, good news, for entrepreneurship, that the state's individual capital gains tax will be reduced in the same way, right? So, as I've said many times before, probably the most destructive levy or at least among the very ta worst taxes imposed by man is the capital gains tax. Why? Because it's a direct tax on the returns on entrepreneurship and investment. Entrepreneurship and, entrepreneurship and investment in a private marketplace, disciplined by consumers and competition, these are the driving forces of economic growth, economic development, job creation, income growth, etc. So this is good stuff. Um, you know, eliminating, phasing out the corporate income tax and phasing down, uh, the state personal income tax and state individual capital gains tax rate. My goodness, is it possible that both Democrats and Republicans can work together in a constructive way to help the economy? Yeah. Maybe, you know, Washington should take a little peek over at what's happening, uh, in North Carolina. These are significant pluses for making that state more competitive, not just versus other states, but internationally so, right? Uh, it's enhancing incentives for entrepreneurship and investment in the state. It should make uh, individuals and entrepreneurs and investors and businesses say, hey, maybe we should think about setting up shop in a place like North Carolina. So here, here you have a state making constructive, positive moves on the tax front. Um, Republicans and Democrats coming together 
to do this, to implement sound pro-entrepreneur, pro-growth policies. That's worth noting. It's worth uh, uh, complimenting, right? It's worth holding up as an example. And again, wouldn't it just be marvelous if um, the White House and Congress uh, took note and maybe followed suit? Fortunately, I don't expect that to happen anytime soon, but one can hope. And when it happens, you pat everybody on the back for doing a good job. So there you go, North Carolina. Excellent work. Good job. Folks, thanks for listening. Your feedback and suggestions are always welcome. Please check out my various endeavors and books, um, nonfiction books, Free Trade Rocks. Check that out, please. Uh, Behind Enemy Lines is a collection of essays, uh, lots of stuff on the economy there, and also, you know, history and politics and culture, pop culture, all sorts of good stuff there. Um, again, my Pastor Stephen Grant Thrillers and Mysteries, uh, my to-do list solution planners. Want to get things done in 2022? Well, then grab the Lutheran Planner or the Disney Planner. Now, the planners are only available at rakeeatingonline.com. All of my other books are, are available there as well. If you order anything through any of the books through rakeeatingonline.com, I sign them and send them off to you. The novels... And Free Trade Rocks and Behind Enemy Lines are also very much available at Amazon.com. So head over there, buy the paperbacks, Kindle editions, enjoy them all. I hope you do. Your support is much, much appreciated. Thanks for listening, and God bless.